spoke about when a person is lazy, that causes the same amount of destruction as a person who's a mashkas, as a person who's coming to destroy. We brought the pasuk where Shlomo learned this from. He says, I walked past the field of a lazy person, and I saw that the field was destroyed. Where the fence had fallen down, where the weeds had choked everything, the field was overgrown and desolate. And as much as someone had tried to be a dime to destroy the field, a person who, by being lazy and leaving it, had, had brought it to exactly the same stage. Now, says the message, Besides for the Pasha Pshat, which is true, somebody left without a, a neglect that is going to fall into disrepair, which is for sure true. Which is the Bashmosh to Mashakorel Stayakumamish. In a Doshabachamim, the Hamid Racha Midrashna. In the Midrashni Mishlai, the Hamid Lantan is possible to ask Rosh, which he wants to explain to us, because it's important to understand that this applies as well. Now, we're not just talking about the physical field of a person who is lazy and it goes to ruin. We're talking about another level as well. And what's the Lashna Midrash? Zedashana. We know Ari Kulakim Shani. Where he says the study of the Asal, I went past it and I saw it was all overrun with Kumshani as a kind of a weed. And the Chazal says the Midrash, Shemivakish Kirish or Parish of Enamotu. He looks, he tries to remember the Pshat in a certain possible. The, the the way to the the Havan in a certain incident you can't remember. It's covered with different kinds of weeds. He's going to make mistakes in Psak. What's he's going to say? What's also his mother was mother? His daughter was daughter. And then gather one of their rasa. Its fence has been broken down. Is going to break the fence of a Talmud Chacham. That's a later step to... That's a later step. So what are these three steps? And what's he talking about? So just like Atlas affects a physical field, Atlas affects the Talmud Chacham. Somebody who had spent time learning Torah, somebody who had once been proficient in Halacha, and in his Yedis Torah, but if he now becomes an author, which means he doesn't, he does nothing. Then what's going to happen is his knowledge is also going to get ruined. It happens in three shots. The first one is he's not going to remember things. That's the first. That's the first line. Is He doesn't remember. He doesn't remember what he learned. He doesn't remember what the pshat was. What the, what the Haskana was. That's the first thing that gets affected. The second thing, a person starts to distort what's right and what's wrong. And therefore, the second step is he's going to say what's tar is tar, what's tomah is tar. Uh, that's the second level. The laziness in not learning or not chazering? Not chazering. He wants someone who wants new. If they're not he's going to number one forget, and number two is going to start making mistakes. And chazal says a number of places that the first level of, of a person starting to forget is he doesn't remember everything. The second level is he starts to mix up things. And he starts to give render wrong second. And then the last point is Why? Because um, what's going to happen is if you know, someone comes to ask him a shayla, he says it's mutter. So someone says, why do you say it's mutter? Uh, everybody else says it's also. So, so it's very hard to say yes. I don't remember anything. I should really relearn everything again. What's more likely is he's going to say no, they're wrong. 
which means whatever was the gedr of Tamil Chachamim, whatever was the barrier that what Tamil Chachamim hold, or, or it's considered the consensus of the psak, then if a person starts to forget, he doesn't remember clearly what was what anymore, he starts to make mistakes, the next thing is he's going to try and justify himself by destroying what was considered a, a barrier of this is what the halacha is, this is what everyone passes. And that's the next thing. Purit Kinshu de Mechachan. And what's the result of that? Mo'anshu Shalzeh, Shleme Pirish, Upurish, Geder, Yishchan, and Nachash. A person who breaks the Geder gets bitten by his leg. That's a positive from Gehaz. So, therefore, the effect of Atlas doesn't just affect the person's physical possessions, the effect of Atlas affects the person's life. And if a person isn't working the whole time to make sure that he remembers everything, and uh, is, everything's still clear to him, so then this is a process that's going to take place also. A person is going to start to lose and to forget his turf. Now, Vahainu, Kira Sa'atza Ena Baba Vasachas. It's not in one second. If a person is lazy, so then suddenly everything gets lost. And a Ma'at Ma'at. It happens a little bit at a time. Below Shiyad of Yagishba. He doesn't notice it. He doesn't realize it. Kineo Nimshach Mera El Ra. He goes from one level of bad, which means when he starts to do wrong until another level. And eventually he finds himself in a stage where he's he gets put another snake. He's at the worst, right at the bottom of the various levels which is going on. And he's going to outline it to us. The first point is he's missing the Torah which was right. What is that? The first level. And the result of that is, he doesn't learn as much as he meant to learn. And if that's the case, if he doesn't learn enough, he doesn't have the clarity, he doesn't understand things as well as he should. And that's already a stage wrong. But afterwards, if it stopped here, the fact that he doesn't understand anymore, he's like, then was already a big problem. So it gets worse than that. He wants to try and understand, he wants to explain, but he doesn't remember, he doesn't understand, he's not an Amdin anymore. And what's going to happen? He's going to start making mistakes. And then you're going to have a punish, like Allah, he's going to come up with the wrong chat, he's going to come up with the wrong Mahala. And he's going to turn the MS upside down, because now that what he's saying is wrong. And therefore, like we saw before, the next stage is going to be. And that is, is going whatever was the takana, whatever was accepted as this is the standard normative psak. No, he's going to change everything. So he destroys everything. So if together. In the end, like anybody who's buried together, like I said, he gets put in by a slave, which means he's going to get punished from Hashem. Now let's go through the stages he mentioned again, because it's something for us to learn over here. I'm going to start with the Meiri, which we've quoted before. And uh, it's a scary Meiri. And here he asks a question. We know that there's a principle that when a Sanhedrin passes, it's halakha. We know there's a principle that in every Sanhedrin, if that's the consensus of the Chachmei Adar, then Hashem agrees with him. That's going to be halakha. And therefore, one Sanhedrin could pass in one way, and in their time, that's halakha. And anybody who follows Sanhedrin in the right thing. And a different Sanhedrin could pass in differently. And then again, if that's the consensus of the Chachmei Yisrael in that door, that's halakha. And every person is doing the right thing. So he mentions before, asks the Me'iri if that's the principle, then has it something called Mesechus Hayris in chest? Because Mesechus Hayris is based on the principle that the Basin Hagadol Paskad wrong. 
What does it mean the best name of the Paskin is wrong? If that's what they Paskin, that's a lochem. So how can it be wrong? And it makes a big difference because the case that the commission is talking about is that the best Nagodal Paskin wrong and people listen to them. And as a result, the entire Kali Israel were over in the Israel here first. We all listen to the basin. The basin that is Mutu, we all listen. And now we decide now the basin decided that they're wrong. So it means the whole Kali Israel are high because everybody was over in the chorus. I'll show you. And that Allah is not the basin the ones to blame. They made the wrong mistake. They have to bring the carbon, not everybody else. An example? So the Gemara examples. The base in the Golden South, for some reason, decided that uh, Bayer isn't Melachan Shabbos. Whatever reason it was. One of the known of Bayer is not Melachan Shabbos. You don't need me yet. You can do Bayer for, for a long time also. And everybody heard the base and said, okay, we'll do it. And then with the base, they're wrong. And because of them, they're actually everyone in the Chorus. So now the base is to bring the carbon. Ask the Meiri, how can the base be wrong? We're not talking about one random Talmud Chorus. We're not even talking about a random basin. We're talking about the Sanhedrin of God. And if that's the case, what they pass for is halacha. So how can they be wrong? It's a very powerful question. I don't know any other answer. I'll tell the Mary's answer. The Mary answers, he says, that promise that Kaisrael Paskin is accepted in Shemayim is only if Kaisrael will get cold circle to understand and learn Paskin properly. If they put the ultimate evidence to try and understand as best as they could, and this is the psak they came out with, I shouldn't accept it. But, if the base didn't put in the maximum effort to try and clarify the halacha properly, and because of that, they made a mistake. This is not some random person. It's a hidden god. Made a mistake because Shalai Yogu called Sarkom. They didn't learn well enough. They should have learned better. They should have understood better. There was something missing in their analysis of the sugi, and that's why they made a mistake. Then that's not a psak in Shemayim, that's just a mistake. Now, which means that it's possible for the Sanhedrin of God of Israel to all be guilty of this, of this, of this concept. You all but learn it. No one learned properly. And as a result, you match all of Israel. It's a tremendous thing. That's the first point that the says. If it is only Machsir HaTorech HaShahayirayirah. The Torech. The effort that was necessary in order to come up with the Rapsa. Before the fact that you didn't learn enough. But you didn't try hard enough to understand. There was a missing in the amount of your gear which was needed. And the amount of hard work and the amount of effort that you put into understanding something. That's already a chisar. That's atlas. And therefore, if a person pass comes without the maximum you give, that's not a good psak. And if a psak is wrong, so then you're responsible for it. You didn't, you didn't uh, uh, examine halakh as best you should have. I like to quote uh, Akdam of the Shach, the Yaradeh. The Shach wrote, as we know, an enormous amount. The Shach writes in Dagdama. He says, if you see my Chidush, he said, don't be too quick to argue with me. You should know. He said, every Chidush, I sat on for nights to revire every point t- countless times, the Chabura of many other Tamil Chacham. He said, every point I said, I was not just into some random YouTube sucking. On each one, I sent nights to revire each point in Halacha with a Chabura of Tamil Chacham to make sure they all agreed with me. I was always inspired when I read that. The Shach died at the age of 42, 43, in the first. You see how Shach is. I don't know how, we weren't enough nights. To spend nights on each Shach, there weren't enough nights. But I don't know how he did it. But that's not the point. But he said, look, I wouldn't pass on something in the Shach until I spent nights going over it again and again to make sure I was right. Which means that the Akhraiz to come to a Psach has to be a gift. And if a person isn't 
analyzing the sugi with the full effort, and a person isn't putting enough against it any, that's atlas. That's atlas. And as a result, he's going to make mistakes. That's where it starts from. That is, is, if a person's master the Torah, the effort which he had to put in, he minimizes the amount of effort, that's already the first problem. And the result that's going to be, He's not going to learn properly. Had he tried harder, had he gone through it again, had he thought it through properly, then you'd have thought of something you didn't think of the first time. You'd have seen a deal that you didn't notice before. You'd have come up with a certain understanding you've never previous time. If you don't do enough, you don't put enough effort into learning, there's going to be something missing in your learning. And if that's the case, The third step is, your man is not going to understand. He's not going to understand. Because without being without learning properly, so there's a piece is missing in the puzzle. And without the missing pieces, now it doesn't fit together. It doesn't it doesn't work. So he's going to, he's not going to understand. And now comes the next problem, because now he doesn't understand. So now he's going to have to try and work on himself to invent the, so to speak, the connections to explain what's missing. And that's what's going to, what's going to start going wrong. What is after that? And that is b'ritzoyes al kolpan miyashiv aparish aparikahu. He's going to invent answers to explain what he's missing in his understanding. He's going to come out wrong. And that's the same you said, you said before about the field. Except here we're referring to a person's way of learning. And that is the Otzel. The person who doesn't put enough effort into him, into his Torah, is in setting himself up to make a lot of mistakes. Setting himself up to for everything to go wrong afterwards because... That's starting a chain which is going to cause a lack of knowledge, a lack of avon, a lack of understanding, and eventually it's going to cause every other problem too. Obviously he's talking about a sugi which a person works on to understand properly. And he wants to move very completely, he has to understand it well now. If a person is learning Torah just to get TDS, and he himself knows I'm not learning this as well as I should, I'm not learning for you. Okay, so I'm learning it to get the ideas. And that's okay. There will be the opportunity for Hashem to come back and learn the Be'un too. But when a person is learning Be'un, then there has to be a proper Be'un, which means it has to be with, with a full effort. Because if it's something's missing there, and then as a result there's something missing in the learning, then it's going to cause mistakes. There's, a, there's something, uh, a gap, so to speak, which is uh, which going to later on, which is going to suffer from that gap. It's not somebody else's level of understanding. It's that Akadish Baruch stops it, it helps people not to make mistakes when they put in enough effort. But the way he understands is not the same way he That's understands. That's okay, but you have a whole scenario in Pascal. So, Rakim not Akadish Baruch is there guiding this scenario. Uh, and therefore, if they're putting in the, the, the gear that they need to put in, Akadish Baruch will guide you, they don't make mistakes. Whereas if they're, they're being lazy from their point, they're not doing the, putting the effort they need to put in, and there is no Sadish Mahi. That's okay, so they will make mistakes. You said here, and there's a second point too. You said both. It's not just the first time around. It's not just the first time a person is learning something. He has to put in all the effort to understand it properly and chazer it and know it and, and fit everything together. Then it comes out clear. Without a, a constant chazer, a person is going to forget too. As we said before, that other kolik is going to get overrun with weeds, which means that a person something once knew, but now that he hasn't done chazer in it, he's going to forget. He's going to forget the pratim, he's going to forget the details. Uh, and uh, we see this people uh, the whole time. The whole time. A Sugi person had a few years ago, so of course they more or less remember it. 
But the, the one or two very important details which a person forgets about, and it changes everything. Uh, a person needs constant chazak, uh, which means the atlas, either in learning the first time, which is going to cause him not to know, or not to know properly, or the atlas when he's doing chazara, which means he's not going to remember properly, both brings the same result. Both brings the same result. Which brings us to uh, maskana, which is unavoidable. And that is that we're looking at Zerizus as a minor, as a level to conquer, to achieve. But the Hamas is, based on the way the Messiah presents it to us, it's not an added, like an added benefit to work on the, to work on the media. It's not shy to become a Tamil without it. It's not shy to become a Tamil without it. Because if the other, the other the alternative is that a person is not going to learn things properly, or he's going to forget what he knows, so then he's not going to get anywhere. On the contrary, it's just going to, whatever Torah learning he has is going to be either uh, incomplete or distorted. And therefore, the the chiyuv to be a zar is, is not just an extra. It's a, it's, a, it's an imperative. It's an imperative. If a person is not going to understand things properly unless he puts in all his effort to understanding it, so then he has no choice. And if a person is not going to remember unless he puts all his effort into the chazar, he has no choice. And therefore, as the the the, the, the that the musician is bringing out to us is we think it's it's a darga in a in a, in a string of dargas. Now, if a person wants an added extra, the tnimishos adin. They should work on Midas being a Zaris. It's not such a definition of Sadin. It's something which without that you're not, you're not going to have a basis. That's uh, that's the next method. And that's why he says that a person who is an Atzal is done with Ishmashkas. Not just talking about the field, but talking about the person's mind. There isn't a difference between a person who said at Lechatchila to mix up the halacha by giving wrong sakim to a person who's an otza but is take, was willing to pass him without knowing whether or not what he's passing on he's going to also give the wrong sakim he's also going to make the same mistakes and therefore and notice this I paid my attention I saw how bad atlas is it's like a poison which spreads slowly slowly more and more, a person gets drawn into being an otzel and loses what he, the Torah he had. The end for us in the Karazalamisa, just like if a person gets poisoned. So the poison doesn't kill him right away. It spreads slowly in his body until eventually he dies. And the which must have been from whatever poison he came into contact with. And that's what he wanted from the Yishkan and Nachash. He said, a poet's scared there. A person who breaks a, breaks a fence, gets, it's like someone it gets bitten by a snake. Why do a snake? So that's the insight. A snake doesn't kill right away. It takes time. It takes time for the venom to spread. It takes time until eventually it has an effect on the person. Eventually it'll kill him, but it's not an immediate thing. It's not like somebody that gets bitten by a lion that gets killed on the spot. Whatever it is. It's, it's, it's a process, but can then be traced back to where it started from. It's the same thing here with the Paris Gadda. The person who is trying to forget and is trying to distort terror. So slowly, slowly, one thing leads to another until it gets to the stage where he loses everything he got. It's mispashit ma'at ma'at. Mazeo ma'at shaynos, ma'at tnumos, ma'at chibuk t'day mishka. A little bit of extra sleep, a little bit of taking it easy, a little bit of relaxation, and eventually vodki ma'alei chashecha. Eventually gets to the saver, gets to the person's head, and machsar chakish mageh. And it will minimize what a person has, the machsar, what his lack will be like ish mageh.
And therefore, it's uh, the danger to be aware of is that it's not a one-sort thing which uh, immediately has an effect. The person doesn't realize the effect that it has. They say a story of Moshe Feinstein. One time he was a group of Bachelor came to discuss learning with him. And he, he mentioned a certain process. <coughs> so most of the other process is on whatever Dachon would add it. So one of the Bachelor said, no, I just learned it's not my best. So the Bachelor said, no, it's not my best. So the Bachelor being a Tepesh, oh, he said, I just learned it, it's not my best. So the Bachelor stopped going on his check. Top, that's the fan, whatever it was, it was a rush, it wasn't home. Eventually, looked for Gemara, they found it. The Rosh was waiting for the Gemara to come back to the Gemara. Couldn't carry talking until they brought it. Opened up, and the Rosh was out of the eye. The Rosh was visibly redacted. Okay, so let's go back to the discussion. So afterwards, one of the people cursed him, asked him, and said, Rabbeinu, what's the big difference? I'm with Aleph, I'm with Beis, Manif, Gemara. You knew what the Rosh was saying. When we saw in a tent, you had to make sure you were right, it was not an eye. So, as for someone who was there, Rabbeinu said, he said, you should know, the reason is because the Mason, when I pass him the whole time, I'm passing from memory. And if that's the case, I have to be convinced that my memory is 100% accurate. For Rega, I don't trust myself. If I'm making mistakes, I don't remember properly, I won't pass him anymore. Because I can make mistakes in Psaq And therefore, if I'm an Aleph and I would be wrong, there's something wrong with my mind. I'm not remembering properly, I wouldn't be able, then I'll be, I would be too scared to pass him. Mm-hmm. That's an amazing thing. But the motion was somebody who was, you're getting a Kol Yomot, you can stop there. But this is a Nakuda. And that is, the regular person starts with the first step. That it's not 100% clear to him, and it starts being Khoshish. It's already started a process where I'm losing my clarity in time. And if that's the case, so then I can make mistakes too. This is the next stage in the thing. The motion is a little bit problem. I don't know if he's his master of Torah, that's like repeating everything. But that, that's the, the, the Khashash. And that is that the first step, so to speak, of this process is when a person starts to forget small details. But it really shows. That my that my my, my my memory isn't completely clear. I'm already started the process of losing of losing Torah. Then it's just a question of how many stages it's going to take until a person forgets more and forgets important things too. And the etzer, running on etzer, be azaris, be again and again and again. Whatever it's going to be, so all the Torah which is necessary to learn properly, because that's what's going to ensure that a person doesn't lose the Torah. Whether it's learning the first time to learn properly or it's, whether it's doing Khazaras afterwards to Khazar properly because that's that what maintains the, that, that uh, a person holds on to his time. Maintains a person holds on to his time. if a person starts to become the Ishatza, so then Torah is going to get lost. And the Khidish is, and we saw this last time, it applies to everybody. We mentioned last year the story of Razvan Arach. Razvan Arach, who was considered the prized Talmud of Yisrael. It was outweighed everybody else. And when he became an Asa and stopped learning, he forgot everything. He forgot everything. Not just which Amud Al Farmer best. He forgot how to read. Like I saw, he couldn't read the Pasuk in the Torah anymore. Which means there isn't anybody who's immune from this problem. And therefore, a person always is in God. That uh, that if he's not being enough of a Zaris to maintain, to keep what he has, then there's a process automatically in place which things start to get lost. Why is it like that? We'll finish with this. Why is it like that? Why is it that Hashem created the system in such a way 
that there's like a natural, uh, so to speak, tendency to start losing and forgetting things, unless a person is always walking against them. It's like you're running up and down an escalator. That if you stop for a second, you start going down. You have to keep running to to to, to maintain even where you were before. Why does created that then? That uh, it's the metzius of a person that he starts to shachach. So there's two different answers in two different chazals. The one chazal, this is an incredible thing, it says the reason I should have created Shekha is because otherwise the person would devote the fears to learning Torah and then I would go and look for other things to do. Now I've learned Shas, I know Shas, I don't forget anything. So I go, go and look for other things to do. And therefore, what maintains and forces the person to always remain uh, involved in learning is the fact he doesn't remember naturally and therefore he has to keep working to uh, to remind, to refresh himself and things, and to remind himself and to go over it again because he can never sit back and say, okay, I know it, now I can, go, now I can stop learning. But again, you stop learning, you're going to start forgetting. So there's a Chazal that says Hashem created Shik for that reason. Hashem created Shik for that reason that forces a person to always be Isa in learning. You find yourself, learned everything, and now I can go to somebody else. Which is interesting. The Torah is big enough that uh, a person can always learn new. It doesn't, a person doesn't need to forget for that. Okay, we have to learn the Midrash. But one Mahalach and Chazal. The second answer Chazal gave, and this was an Einish. This is the Einish after Chet Ego. That had we gotten the Torah without them, doing the very Chet Ego, a person would never forget anything. Whatever we would have learned, we would have remembered. And part of the Einish of Chet Ego, we're talking about the Einish of Chet Ego specifically, but part of the Einish is that a person would learn the Torah in Meshachah. A person would learn and forget what he's learned. And therefore, it needs a constant effort to keep uh, to keep working to maintain with a person that he doesn't forget. And this is what the Chavetz Chaim used to say, literally. And the Gemara says, Ashim Yishev Barakam Ratalmudah Biyadah. And that is, how much does he remember? And they come to Be'ez Shomayla, and he has a Chazal that says this. And they're going to ask him, so what did you do? So me, I learned all the Yomi. I learned Shas, I learned Paiskum, whatever it's going to be. So the next question is going to be, Emor Mashlamayla, tell us. They're not, just, they're not taking your word for it. He said, yeah, tell us, let's hear it. Well, that gets a bit scary already. It's one thing to say, I did the whole WM, I went to Shas. Someone said, okay, so tell me Shas. So how far am I going to get? But there's that Bechina also. And that is that Tamud de Biyode means that I have it ready to say. I have it ready to, uh, it's on, uh, I, have, I have it in my mind that I'm willing, I'm able to repeat it. The Chavit Chaim to test himself. The stories that people used to hear. He's testing stuff. He said, I'm going to take it back to Shemad. They're going to ask me, what do I know already? So let's start. He starts starting with Gemara, staff after daf after daf, to see how much he remembers. Not word for word. You know by heart? Not word for word. But what the Gemara says. Shaq Matar, what the Gemara says. That, what am I going to say? They're going to ask me, what do I know? Is it open book? 